Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Day by day, day by day, oh dear Lord, three things I pray. And Jesus said unto them in Matthew chapter 7, verse 13, Enter in at the straight gate. This is the King James. I'm going to read out of the uh, Amplified. Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, spacious and broad is the way that leads away to destruction. Many there are those who are entering through it. But the gate is narrow, and the way is straightened and compressed. It leads away to life, and few are those who find it. Beware of false prophets who come to you dressed as sheep, but inside they are devouring wolves. You will fully recognize them by their fruits. People pick grapes from thorns or figs from thistles. Even so, every healthy, sound tree bears good fruit, worthy of admiration. But the sickly, decaying, worthless tree bears bad, worthless fruit. A good, healthy tree cannot bear bad, worthless fruit. Nor can a bad, diseased tree bear excellent fruit, worthy of admiration. Every tree that does not bear fruit is cut down and cast into fire. Therefore you will fully know them by their fruits. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and done many mighty works in your name? And I will say to them openly, publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who act wickedly, disregarding my commandments. Verse 24, 
So everyone that hears these words of mine and acts upon them, obeying them, will be like a sensible, prudent, practical, wise man who built his house upon the rock, upon the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat against that house, yet it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and doeth and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, the winds blew, and beat against that house, and it fell. And great and complete was the fall of it. When Jesus had finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished and overwhelmed and bewildered, wondering at his teaching. For he was teaching as one who had authority and not as the scribes. Good morning. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I wanted to read these verses out of Matthew. In the world today, the world in which we live in, you can see how broad, how wide the way is that is leading the world to destruction. It is broad, very wide, and there is a way that leads to life. And that way is narrow. The gate to enter into that life to the protection and the keeping hand of God is very narrow. What the world needs today is not more laws. We don't need more elections. What the world needs today is a God who is real, a God who can save eternally and can save in time, a counselor who can give direction to people in time. When you're on a, in, a, in a ship in raging waters, everybody depends on the admiral of the bridge, on the bridge. The only one that is going to be able to steer mankind and especially his people through the storms that are coming into the world is the Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ, Yeshua, Jesus, is the only one that is going to steer the people of God through this hard time that is coming. And the people of God are going to be the people that are going to give hope and bring hope and uh, be able to present hope. And that hope will come through a person, Jesus Christ. We will be his churches, his people, that will bring this hope to a world that uh, 
is going to go through the most difficult time in the history of man of man's existence from the time of Adam to the present. This is a, a major thought in the Bible, in the New Testament. Christ said that in the time prior to his return, that if he didn't return, no flesh would be saved. Mankind would have the, the evil of man will have matured. Mankind will have the technology and the way to destroy every creature, beast, the, the, the animals, the creation, and mankind himself. And Christ said that if I don't return, if he didn't return, no flesh would be saved. The world needs a counselor. And that counselor, the one who his name means counselor, is Jesus Christ. As God's people, Christ is the wisdom of God. God's people need wisdom and knowledge and understanding and a vision, a true vision, now more than any time uh, in the last 2,000 years. There have been times of chaos uh, throughout the last 2,000 years. World War One, World War Two, but these conflicts that the world had back in the early 1900s, in the mid 1900s, and what the world is going through doesn't compare to what is coming. The Bible makes it very clear that there is going to be a time of tribulation coming upon the world. Many Christians, many pastors, they talk about it in general. They mention it in passing. They don't study it. One reason that many pastors don't study it or preach about it is because it will cost them uh, members of their congregations. Well, pastors that won't tell their Assemblies, the truth about the time we come in is an indicator of two things. Number one, maybe they don't know. They don't really believe we're in the end of the world time. They don't believe prophecies are going to take place. They believe that what the hardships to come will not come until the future. And there's no need to uh, bring, you know, uh, any type of anxiety to their uh, congregations. Or number two, and, and they're blind to it. Or number two, they do know, they do understand, they can see the sign of the times. But they have agendas. They have programs to fund. They have a house payment. They have children that need to go to college. A variety, assortment of things, reasons. But at the end of the world, God said that he would have men who would, in the principle of watchmen, the watchmen of old would watch for uh, 
animals coming in the night to coming into the city, they would warn the people in the city, stay indoors. Or there was an enemy coming to invade, they would warn them. They had a, at that time, they had shofars to warn the people. They had shofars to uh, ram's horns to warn the people to uh, get the people ready for war. Well, the type of the ram's horn presently is not a horn of an animal. God's shofar in the world today are members in his body of Christ that are announcing, proclaiming, warning the people of God and the people of the world that the wicked, the children of the devil are taking over the positions of power internationally. The shofar, the prophets, God's prophets, God's people, God's watchmen, they are the shofars of the present time. They are living, walking, breathing individuals that are, that, that are announcing to the people around them that uh, hard times, hardship, tribulation, is just up the roadways. It's coming at us. We're not going into it in one sense. It's coming at us in another. Or we can be going into it, but it's coming at us. The watchmen, the people who are prophets that are telling the children of God what's coming, these are the shofar. This is the shofar of God in our time, God uses His people to announce His plans. Isaiah, Amos 3 7. Surely the Lord God, surely the Lord, Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, He will not allow, He will do nothing, nothing will happen until He reveals His counsel, His plans his insights to his people, the prophets, the shofars, the living shofars of the age. He will do nothing until he reveals to these prophets what he is going to do. He will do nothing until they reveal to the society, to the congregations, to the churches, the timeline... <clears throat> The, the time in which we're in and the sequence of events that are going to take place. It's that specific. God's Bible, the prophecies in the Bible are that specific. So, God has His shofars. God has His men <clears throat> and prophets that are announcing to the world what is about to happen in the world. I have done programs on Matthew chapter 24 and uh, chapter 24 of Matthew is broken down or Matthew 24 is broken down into segments. I don't have the scripture right in front of me so I'm going by memory. 
the disciples, Christ had been with them. He had been expounding to them doctrines of the kingdom of heaven, the theology, the knowledge of who his father was, the eternal purpose of his father. And Christ, Messiah, was that purpose come to earth in the form of man to announce to the world the Messiah and to die for the sins of the world and to raise from the dead and he would be a two year, 2,000 year period of time where he would use his children the disciples and the believers that would follow they would be the ones to take care of his vineyard take care of the world to present to the world this Messiah. So he taught them doctrine, theology. He had as a backdrop the religion that had morphed from the laws of Moses and through time they were added to. There were more commandments that were added to it. There was more of natural thinking about all things, I guess you could say. But Christ came to talk about the teachings of man, the scribes, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, their traditions, their teachings, and how they had deviated from the laws initially of Moses and the laws of the prophets. They had gone way off it had become very wide. The, the, straight, the straight path and the narrow gate had become wide and uh, no longer a narrow gate. Same thing has happened in the doctrines within evangelical Christianity and in the other churches. But then the disciples asked Christ, tell us When shall these things be? What will be the signs of the end of the world? And the Lord told them firstly, Be careful that you're not deceived. Deception is going to be, the flavor is going to be the main, one of the the main uh, things that you watch for. Because at the end of the world, there will be deception. I think he mentioned it three times. Be not deceived. Then he says, there was going to be a time when you're going to be, the beginning of persecution is going to come. But before the tribulation, there will be a time of birth pains, a time of labor. This is before the seven-year tribulation. The labor pains, the time before the tribulation, hardships will begin in the world. What kind of hardships? Oh, I would say a virus called COVID. I would say SARS. I would say these other 
viruses and diseases, uh, mandatory vaccinations. This is not tribulation. This is hardship. This is birth pains. War, talking about wars in Asia, empires getting ready to go to war, preparing their armies for war, talk of the war in Russia, possibly in the Ukraine, some of the other Baltic states, NATO, possibly setting more nuclear weapons along the western border of Russia in Eastern Asia or Eastern Europe. Famines that really last year with the droughts internationally with the, I think it was last year, they had the great, <clears throat> the greatest documented, uh, they had documented the greatest invasion of locusts in, in Africa, in the Mideast, went into China. Birth pains, not tribulation, just birth pains. What is the reason for birth pains? It's so that God's children will begin to focus on the Holy Spirit, on their Christian health, on their spiritual health, that they will begin to, uh, it will be a time where uh, God will use the initial hardships going into the tribulation to help people with their stamina, not just physically, but spiritual stamina. The Lord, when He came, He tutored the disciples and He trained them immediately in the book of Acts. The apostles beat immediately and Christ Himself began to put a thought in the minds of the believers. Christ said, if you, if they hate me, they will hate you. If they despise you, they despise me, they'll despise you. They persecute me, they will persecute you. You are not greater than your master. So whatever they've done to me, they will do to you. And then the apostles were getting the children of God spiritually. They were helping them to look ahead to prepare for hardships that would come. And they did come. The great persecutions did come. And the Christians did hold fast. Our spiritual stamina of the Christian churches in America, the spiritual stamina of evangelical Christians, uh, there is no stamina. They Hardships come, and what do they do? Just like the parable of the sower and the seed. Hardships come, and they vacate, they leave. They abandon the teachings of Christ. This is a time where God is trying to help His children begin 
to spiritually be active in prayer, maybe studying the Word, being active to look at things in their lives that are not so holy, that uh, look at the things in their lives that are not so righteous, to help them in their spiritual walk to begin to have the endurance that you have to have. The military in this country and other countries, they take the men into the initial boot camp. Why? So that they will have endurance and stamina to strengthen them. That they will have the knowledge of what to prepare for for the coming war that they're going to be in. What kind of uh, insight do the Christians have to have about the enemy, the spiritual enemy that's coming? Uh, Many Christians do not know, they know very little about the occult world. They don't have an understanding, a background on how to pray when they've been cursed, to even understand when they have had curses put on them. One of the first things that I began to, my wife and I, and we began to understand, is how or to know when we had been cursed. We'll be right back. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation, just like that. Buying or selling, just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592, just like that. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient. Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. Hi, I'm Joey DeQuint, and I'm here to help you protect and build your wealth so you and your family can live your best life no matter what the world throws at you. Great. Another financial guy telling us to sell our gold and silver. Nope, not with me. I encourage hard assets, and I know a great place to buy gold and silver. Well, I'm sure you operate with high fees and commissions. Just the opposite. We pride ourselves with some of the lowest fees and commissions in the industry. Most financial guys are only interested in what they want to sell and don't want to listen to our customers, and we have some of the most educated listeners in the country. And once they make the sale, we never hear from them again. Not with me. I grow with my customers and check with them every quarter to ensure all of their goals are being met and to make sure that they have all the coverage they need as their life changes. Do you handle life and long-term care insurance as well? You bet we do. And the younger you are, when you get this coverage, the lower the cost. I'm Joe Jaquin, and I'm not just Joey's dad. I'm his client. When it comes to your financial well-being, deal with a name you can trust. Call Joey at 602-909-9048 or email joey.jaquin at nm.com. 
Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort. All the comforts of home and world-class pet care. 30 services available, daycare and boarding to belly rubs and massages. We have immediate availability, ultra-clean and safe with individual suites and webcams. Book now and mention KHNC and get a 5% discount. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort for dogs and cats. Just off I-25 and Crossroads, Northern Colorado's place for pets. Call us at 970-663-PAWS. That's 970-663-7897. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. This is the purpose for the birth pains before the tribulation so that God's children will begin to spiritually engage with spiritual matters, to begin to uh, turn. And turning, turning a ship takes time. It takes time to turn back fully to the Lord. Sometimes it takes hardships. Sometimes it takes uh, situations, sickness. Uh, you never know to get a person's attention to get them to turn back to God, to the things of God in their lives. I've been talking about calling for three weeks, four weeks. You have an occupation. That's your occupation. Sisters, brothers, young people, your occupation is how you put food on the table and keep a roof over your head. Pay your bills. Pay your insurance for your vehicle. Your calling is different. God is switching from the occupations that His people have in America. I can only talk about the evangelical churches in America. The occupation is the focus. God is going to help His people begin to focus on their calling on the specific thing spiritually that God had called you to do. It doesn't mean you're going to be a pastor or teacher, evangelist, apostle, a prophet. We all we all have these abilities to do these things in part. But for these offices, you have to be called to them, pre-planned by God, ordained by God to these positions. If you decide you want to take a position like this, not in God's will, it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you a lot. It may cost you your life. It's very difficult to sit and wait on the Lord. One of the principles of God is waiting on the Lord. Wait and let God move you forward and place you where He will at His time, in His timing. There is going to be a transition of the godly people to their callings. Your occupation is necessary, but there is a spiritual side that is important in everyone's life. That takes the Holy Spirit to show you. But you have to 
you have to be before the Lord and let Him direct you. Don't think, well, I feel I've got to do something and you just get up and you just go to do something. No. Wait on the Lord. Let Him direct you. It's tough, but I'm promising you, it used to take me years to wait on the Lord for certain things. And the Lord would allow a 10-year period of time to go before I was able to move in a direction. Well, that's not the case anymore. God is going to move His people quickly now. Why? Because time is short. I've had 30, 40, almost 50 years to... I've had 50 years to go through these experiences of waiting on the Lord, trusting the Lord, following His leading, learning. <clears throat> but many of you are not going to have that 50-year 50 50 year, uh, la- that latitude, luxury of having 50 years. No, no. Things are going to wrap up in, this, in a decade. All the signs in the prophetic word are saying that things are wrapping up. Things are coming to an end. Things, the world has changed. We're in the time now where the prophecies, the all of the things, that the, the prophecies are all in motion. They're going to start, they're going to, like a rock tumbling down a, a mountain, a big boulder. They're going to start accelerating and they're going to, the tribulation is coming, for example. The, mid, the Antichrist at midpoint, he's here. He's alive. He's, he's already a grown man. He's already part of the world, the societies of the world. He's well known. People don't recognize him. But very soon, There's going to be a tribulation. Before I get to that point, I'm going to just back up a little bit. We're in the time where God is helping His children to get, to, to, to work on their stamina, their endurance. I say there is no pre trib, mid trib rapture or resurrection. It's not going to hurt you. If I'm wrong, it's not going to affect you. I say we are going to go through the tribulation. We are going to go all the way through the tribulation. We are going to see Antichrist sign an agreement with Israel. We are going to see Antichrist set up an image in the temple in Jerusalem. The temple. He's going to set up an image, a monster, something living that people have to worship. We're going to go through the persecution of Antichrist for the last three and a half years, and even before that. The persecution of the world, the persecution of Antichrist in the last three and a half years. Now, if you believe in a pre-trib rapture, you're not going to have endurance. You're not going to prepare for the long race. You're going to just live your life as uh, the direction you're going, you're going to continue. It's going to be well. It's going to be hunky-dory. And you're going to buy and sell 
And you're going to be like the foolish virgin who doesn't put away oil in the lamp. And then the bridegroom's going to come and you're going to want other people to give you their oil. And they're not going to give it to you. They're going to tell you, you go buy. Now, if I'm wrong and there is a pre-trib rapture, no problem. Because you have worked to worked on your endurance, on your stamina, and you're going to be the better for it. And if there's a pre, pre-rapture, no problem. You're not going to be affected. But if I'm right, you will be affected. If I am right, you will be very affected. If I'm right, you will be devastated. If I'm right, you may accuse God. God, why wouldn't you show me? Why didn't you let me know? Why didn't you warn me? You're my God. I trusted you. And here I'm going through hardship. I'm going through an early tribulation. And now, Lord, I know I'm going to go through a great tribulation. Christian people don't think they don't turn on God when hardships come. Don't think that you can't the pressure can be so great that you won't turn on God. If you don't think you could turn on God, then you're deceived. The devil is able to do things to you just like what happened with Job. And Job, even his wife said, curse God and die. And Job stayed the course. This is the generation where we are going to have to stay the course. No matter what happens, no matter what comes no matter what changes in our environment if our children should die or children if your parents should die wives if your husband should die or husband's wives die we have to stay the course don't think Christians won't turn on God don't think Christians that have that God has given them the greatest the best of all things don't think that they won't walk away Read the parable of the sower and the seed. This is the this parable is about the Christian life. I'm going to touch on it just to bring it back to your thinking. This is Matthew 13. He told them many things in parables. A sower went out to sow. As he sowed, some seeds fell by the roadside. The birds came, ate them up. Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they had not much soil. At once they sprang up because they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they dried up and withered away. Other seeds fell among thorns. The thorns grew up, choked them out. Others said, okay, there's three things and already three negative experiences. But here's the fourth thing that happens. This is the positive experience. Others fell, other seeds fell on good soil, yielded grain, some 100 times as much as was sown, some 60 times as much, some 30. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Then he gives the ex- explanation to what this meant. He said, now listen to the meaning of the parable of the sower. While anyone is hearing the word of the kingdom and does not grasp and comprehend it, 
the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. That is what was sown along the roadside. So that's what was sown on the roadside. Somebody hears, and immediately the devil comes to take it. As for what was sown on the thin, rocky soil, this is he who hears the word and at once welcomes and accepts it with joy. So went in a little deeper, yet it had no real root. It is temporary. It's inconsistent. It's in. Uh, it is. It lasts but a little while. The affliction comes, trouble, persecution comes, and on the, it comes on account of the word. At once, he is caused to stumble. He is repelled. He begins to distrust and desert him, who he ought to trust and obey, and he falls away. This is not the time to fall away. If ever there was a time to sit and stay the course in your Christian life, now is the time. Regardless of what comes, the enemy will come, but God will sustain. The enemy will come to destroy, but God will make sure that you endure. Verse 22, As for what was sown among thorns, this is he who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the pleasures and the delight and the glamour and the deceitfulness of riches choke and suffocate the word, and it yields no fruit. Be careful if you just graduate from a university and you're given a big job working for Martin Marietta, it may cost you your calling. And there are so many other examples I could give. Just a simple, simple thought. Verse 23. Now, so you have three negative experiences. Out of four examples, <clears throat> three are negative. The fourth one. As for what was sown on good soil, as for what was sown on good soil, this is he who hears the word and grasps and comprehends it. He indeed bears fruit and yields in one case a hundred times as much as what was sown. In another, 60 times as much in another 30. So this is the time and the reason for the birth pains. God uses everything for his purposes. He is using, <clears throat> using the hardships presently for the residue of people that want to be effective for him at this time in their lives, at this time in the world. There's a residue. I, I talk about Isaiah. Isaiah says there's a remnant. Quite a few people, a remnant. But then he says to the children of Israel, there will be a small remnant 
Not so much. Not as big as the remnant. It's a small remnant. Then you could say there was a company, even a small company, even less. You have four examples, and it goes from a remnant to a small remnant to a company. Then it goes to a residue. Isaiah uses that word residue. Like I, the example I gave, you take a shower, you wash your hair, you're clean, you rinse off, but there's always going to be just a residue. So you don't even know it's there. You can't see it. It's just a residue. This is the work of the Holy Spirit in the world today in His churches. His focus, everything is for the residue of His people. The residue, the overcomers, the overcomers, the ones who are victorious, the ones who will not leave no matter what comes, the ones that are consecrated, they will do as they're asked, they will just do. This is the group, the residue in the world today. I'm going to tell you, biblically speaking, the whole cosmos, the world that the devil controls, the whole cosmos is geared to destroy the residue, to afflict the residue, harass, persecute the residue. Yes, the small company, the small remnant, and the remnant, and the whole body of Christ is under attack. But you always send your army to destroy the ones who will be the most the, the, the professionals or the the ones who are going to be vital. And in the kingdom of heaven this residue is the whole, all of God's, all that God is, all that God has, is to protect and to keep the residue. The others, yes, also are under the blessings of God. But because the residue is so important, and if you look at the scripture, the residue of people within the body of Christ in all the seven churches, there, are, there is a residue in Catholicism. There's a residue in the Orthodox churches. There's a residue in the Lutheran churches. There's a residue in the Laodicean church. Within the Pentecostal churches, there's a residue. Not all Pentecostals are the residue. Charismatic churches, not all Charismatics are the residue, but within the Charismatic movement, there is a residue within the within the uh, Messianic churches. Not all are the residue. There is a residue within the Messianics. There is much confusion, much errant theology in Messianics, just like in the Charismatics. 
like in the Pentecostals, like in evangelical Christianity, the uh, fundamental Christianity as a whole. There is a remnant within the, I would say within the persecuted church, Smyrna, the churches in, in, internationally where the believers, the Uyghurs, the Uyghurs in the Uyghur camps in western China, if you don't think there's a, there is, I, I put it this way, there is a big residue of believers in the Uyghur, <clears throat> the, uh, within these people that are only there to make things. And within Western China, many of these Muslim people who are in these Uyghur, the, 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 uh, they're there to just make things. Many of, many, 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 a majority of the Muslim people who were Muslim in Islam are now Christians. And Christ has met them there. All throughout the world, there is a great, great company, a massive a group of people that you would call residue. Because wherever there's persecution, you have a great testimony for Christ. Great testimony. In America, yep, there is a residue. Not as many. But still, God has a lampstand. Seven lampstands. They are there. And the light still may be ready to go out but still light, uh, still get sending forth light. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great... <clears throat> okay. Okay. Boy, hit the wrong button there. Anyhow, the purpose of the plan and what God is doing presently is fulfilling prophecy. We are in the hardships that precede the tribulation. The Christians, God is beginning to wean them off of the things of the world, to wean them off of what is causing them to stay sterile in their spiritual walk with Christ.
to begin to warn them that if they can't go through the hardships presently with what's happening, how are they going to get through the hardships that are coming when the tribulation begins? The purpose of the prophets, the, the, the God is using the men that know eschatology, the men and women, people in the body of Christ that are aware of the time we're in. The shofar, the living shofar, the the reality of what the shofar is. The reality are God's prophets. God said he would have prophets at the end of the world. And the prophets would. He wouldn't do anything until he revealed to the prophets what he was planning to do. He's planning to now allow. Time is The time is here. Tribulation is just up the road. I don't know how it can be more than three years out. I, I wouldn't know how you could say it's three three years out with what's happening with the new plagues that they're going to dump on mankind. <clears throat> what are you going to do if we believe that things... And, and one of the things, some pastors are saying that things are going to get better and that we as God's people, if we pray... They that are called by my name, if they shall humble themselves. No, that is not for the evangelical churches in America. That is that is doctrinally incorrect. That is for the children of Israel. Individually we can pray, but no, we are not going to turn this country around. It is not biblically sound to believe that. We're not going to turn America around. It cannot be turned around. America has a place in prophecy. It has to fulfill her place in prophecy. We are, America is, the hammer that God is going to use to destroy the nations. It's the hammer, the sledgehammer. It's the battering ram that God is going to use in the hand of Antichrist to destroy nations. We're going to talk about that after the next hour. In the next hour. 1360KHMC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHMC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. After several days in a row, there now seems to be a definite trend, a drop in Colorado COVID hospitalizations. 1,329 patients are being treated for the coronavirus in hospitals across the state this weekend. That's declined significantly by about 175 from two weeks ago. It's also the lowest patient count in more than a month. Also, public health officials say the COVID testing rate's improving, with the tests coming back positive for the virus now down to about 7.2% for the past week. That's the lowest that figure's been since mid-October. Health leaders feel more comfortable about having contained a virus like COVID when the rate drops below 5%. I'm Jim Williams. 
From Grand Junction, word comes that a Mesa County Sheriff's deputy has died from COVID. 64-year-old Wayne Weiler is now the third deputy in the state to succumb to the coronavirus in the past month. Weiler worked in law enforcement for 41 years and had been with the Adams County Sheriff's Office until 1996 when he moved to the Western Slope. The Mesa Sheriff's Office says he'll be remembered as a leader, a mentor, and all-around nice guy. Deputy Clay Livingston of Elbert County died due to complications from COVID last Friday and Douglas County Deputy Joe Pollock on Thursday morning. All those departments have been asked if the late deputies have been vaccinated. The response so far to reporters has been that they don't know. Aspen's not going to issue any new vacation rental permits until late next September. The Pitkin County Resort town's already struggling with a big shortage of housing just for resident workers. The Aspen Daily News reports the City Council approved an emergency ordinance eliminating those vacation permits. And for being a community that depends upon tourism, Aspen's also said to be wrestling with issues like too many visitors, not enough mass transit, despite the roaring Fork Valley having the state's second biggest bus system, second only to Denver. I'm Ted Werbin on the Rocky Mountain News Network. Twas the night before Christmas. There's no time for poems. Santa is coming. He's coming here? Of course. Santa never misses Christmas at Gaylord Rockies. Hurry, check the speed of the snow tubing hill at Glacier Point. Taste the treats over at the gingerbread decorating corner. Oh, make sure the Cirque Dreams Holidays performers perfect their flips. How many pounds of snow do we have? Uh, three million. What about the new event? All 12 interactive challenges in Mission Safe Christmas featuring Elf are ready to go. Come see so much Christmas. Tickets and overnight packages at Christmas at GaylordRockies.com. With the holidays upon us, many folks are concerned about their finances, how they're going to tighten their budget or pay off debt. If this happens to be you, know that you have options. American Financing saves customers up to $1,000 a month without ever charging upfront or hidden fees. Get a free mortgage review by calling 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. 
The Loveland PE Gun Show, December 11th and 12th, has two giveaways from Zip Guns. A Springfield Hellcat on Saturday and an AR-15 on Sunday. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Located off of I-25 and Highway 34 West at the outlets at Loveland. Buy, sell, and trade, and $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEShows.com to register. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. Welcome to the second hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. First hour, I've been, I was talking about the time of, of birth pains that precede the tribulation. And the time of birth pains in the scripture, I believe Christ, one of the ways Christ used these birth pains is to help his children to get their stamina and their spiritual endurance for the tribulation that's coming. Just the first half of the tribulation. The Christians in America are, I say, not really where we should be spiritually with the Lord. We are definitely not where we should be doctrinally, or in theology, or in eschatology. We are far from sound doctrine, sound theology. We're not really aware of, maybe we do not care about eschatology, study of the end time. Whether we we may not think that sound doctrine is important or theology or eschatology or the history that has been given us in the Old Testament, the New Testament about uh, God's working with not man as a whole only but as people that God has called for his purpose. We may not think that's important, but the Bible makes it very, very clear that it's not only important, it is vital. Sound doctrine is vital. Sound theology is vital. If you don't have sound theology, uh, you will worship many, many different gods. You will worship many Christs. You will worship spirits, demons, fallen angels, idols, things you can't talk, see, or hear. You'll get caught. If you don't know doctrine, theology, eschatology, uh, you'll have no bearings. Without a people, without a vision, my people are destroyed. The vision of, for the most part, the vision of the pastor's not all, many throughout the throughout America in the evangelical churches, is there is no vision. There is no thought that what's happening right now is God in, in the world with all the hardships, e- economics, with the sh- ships sitting off the, off the ports there, off the shores of this country, not being unloaded, 
the economy tanking. It's tanking. The sicknesses that the Lord said would happen at the end of the world, sicknesses with the uh, idol worship that would take place in the world. I focus more on the United States because it's the United States, it's the Christians in the United States that are going to suffer the most. I believe that America is in the Bible. It is in Revelation chapter 18, Babylon the Great, the great nation that sits between two oceans, that has seaports on both both coasts, not just on one little section of the the country, like uh, Iraq, which sits in the desert, that has a port, but just a small port, not like the ports in America, along the eastern seaboard, Florida, down in Houston, Louisiana, California, Portland, Seattle, San Diego. Not like the ports of America. I say that logically speaking and scripturally speaking, the coming Antichrist will be a president of this country. You don't have to agree with me. I'm presenting this to you. Studying the scripture America's in the Bible. I mentioned at the end of the last hour, there's a nation that God will use at the end of the world. It will be a hammer. It will be a sledgehammer. It will be a maul. It will be a destroying force to destroy the nations of the world. This description is Antichrist and his kingdom that will destroy nations will uh, remove kings through death that won't go along with his objectives, his plan, the world control, that won't worship him, that will not, uh, will not tell and uh, uh, dictate to their nations to worship the beast, the Antichrist. I have the, I have the chapter 51 of Jeremiah talking about the United States of America. <clears throat> Excuse me. People don't want, people can't. It's very difficult to hear a word like this. It's hard because we have been conditioned by the pastors of America. America is not in the Bible. There will be no tribulation, there will be no hardships for God's children. America is going to be the wilderness where God is going to bring all the people to protect them. The people that are coming to this wilderness called America are coming right into the grasp of the coming beast. Actually, in Jeremiah 51, it tells the people of the land, get out, leave, don't come, go back to your nations, go back to your countries. The people coming up up from Central America, Central America, uh, Southern uh, South America, they are coming to Mexico from all over the world to come here. They don't realize they're coming for their destruction. They think they're coming to destroy America. They are coming to destroy America, and it's in it's in Jeremiah 51. God said He would send them here. They would be winner, winnowers. They would come to take everything that this society has to offer. 
they would take it, the wealth, the riches, the peace. And in the process of coming, they would bring in chaos, turmoil, hardship. Why? Because God said that Babylon the Great would be the nation that would be responsible for the deaths of millions and millions and millions of souls throughout the world. And God is going to repay this Babylon the Great for her evil. God is going to repay double to her. There's a thought, Christian doctrine, that the America, again, is the wilderness to where everybody's going to fly to. No. No, the wilderness that God is talking about is called Petra. And the wilderness that God is talking about is for the Jewish people internationally to fly to Petra. The Jewish people that will be in Israel at the time that Antichrist declares himself to be God in the temple, they are to <clears throat> come down off the roof. They're, they are not to go into the house to get their coat or any belongings. They are to flee to the mountains. They are to flee across the Jordan River into the area of Jordan called Petra. But the other Jews internationally, it says that they are going to fly from the nations to present-day Jordan to the area of Petra, and God is going to keep them in that wilderness for three and a half years. Which three and a half years? The final three and a half years when Antichrist rules and reigns in Jerusalem. America, the it tells in Revelation 18, come out of her, my people. He's not talking to the Christians. He's talking to the Jewish people that are in America. Because of the anti-Semitism that is coming, the Jewish people in America are to leave America. They are to leave and go back to Israel. Are all the Jewish people going to leave? No. Those that have been caught in the doctrines of socialism, communism, no, they're going to be exactly like the Jewish people in Germany who were doctors, they were teachers, bankers, they were affluent, they were very educated. There's no way they would leave all that they had to go to a hard land. Israel is a hard land. Do you think many of these actors and actresses are going to leave the United States to go back to Israel when the, per the, the persecution comes, the anti-Semitism? It's here. It's like, like taking kerosene and spreading it all over the bottom floor of a home. The kerosene is there, but you just need to ignite it and everything comes down. Well, there is anti-Semitism in this country, unimaginable anti-Semitism. The kerosene, the anti-Semitism is there. It just needs a spark to ignite it. What's that spark going to be? Antichrist. He will not only destroy those who profess the name of Jesus Christ that are truly born again, but also those who are Jewish of the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. 
with America. This is one thing you're going to hear more and more as the days go forward, as we go forward into the future. Only one nation, a king, a president of the United States of America, will sign an agreement with Israel. That agreement is called, it's called an agreement in Daniel 9.27. It's called a contract. In Isaiah chapter 28, verse 15 and verse 18, it is called the treaty with death and hell. The treaty with Sheol, with Hades, and the devil. Only one nation can sign that agreement with Israel. That would be the United States. And the person that signs it as a president of this country, this person will be now made, it will be undisclosed, it will be uh, finally known who that man of sin is. He cannot come to power until Israel has had its wars in the Middle East and until we have had our internal wars in America and this person will be involved in destroying the constitution of this country. Once the constitution of this country is destroyed, then he can take power. And he, one of his first things that he will do is he will sign an agreement with Israel, the treaty of death, the treaty with hell. And the tribulation begins. Not the great tribulation, but the tribulation. In the Bible, there is one domino. You know when you would see these people that uh, go into these gymnasiums and they set up these dominoes and they have this one domino that sits at the beginning of this whole auditorium filled with dominoes. That's the prime domino. That domino is the domino that is pushed over to set everything in motion. The prime domino in the Bible which pertains to the end of the world is the agreement that will be signed between the United States and the President of the United States who will be now recognized and known as the man of sin signing an agreement with Israel and the, the reason many have believed in the past that the reason this assignment, this agreement would be signed is so that Antichrist would protect Israel from all of its enemies, the surrounding enemies. I don't believe that is really the case. I think that Israel wants an agreement with the king of Babylon to protect Israel from the power of the king of Babylon. America is now in the final stages of becoming the hegemic ruler of the world, excluding China and Asia, parts of Asia. But America 
the world hegemic rule of this country. Jeremiah chapter 51, the hammer is coming to pass. I want to read Jeremiah to you, and I may in just a second, but I'm laying this thought out for you. The prime domino, when that person signs the agreement with Israel, the treaty with death and hell, the Christian churches will all know that, number one, who the man of sin is, the coming beast. Secondly, they will know that the tribulation has begun. The final seven-year tribulation, that tribulation, we will now slip to the time clock of Moses of Israel. It will be called the prophet's calendar, the prophet's timetable, meaning that from the minute that day that that agreement is signed, prophetically speaking, we are on the prophet, the prophet's timeline. <clears throat> 30 days to a month, 1,260 days for the first half of the tribulation, 1,260 days to the second half of the tribulation. When that day ends, we enter into a 75-day period of time. It's broken down into the first 45 days, I think, and then the final 30 days. That final 75 days, America is destroyed. At the end of it, at the end of that 75-day period, right within it, doesn't you don't you're not going to know the exact day, but you can pretty much know the month. Christ, Christ's millennial kingdom will begin. The jubilee year, the it will be a jubilee year, an exact jubilee year. No work will be done for the seventieth, the seventh day, or the seventh, the seventh uh, period of a, a thousand years, uh, a thousand year period of Christ in His millennial kingdom with His overcomers, where He seats them. And he waits on them. That 1,000 year period of time is the millennial kingdom. But right at the end of that 75 days, Christ has to have all, everything completed. There can be no work on the day that the millennial kingdom, kingdom begins. So in other words, Christ right at that end will be will go through the eastern gate in Jerusalem and he will be anointed. Then the millennial kingdom begins. Before that, Armageddon has to be finished. The sheep and the goats, the sheep enter into the thousand-year period of time. The goats are cast into fire. Antichrist, the false prophet, are thrown into the lake of fire. The devil is bound, thrown into the bottomless pit. There can be no work, no work done. Once that day that God has chosen to end the 6,000 years, the, the uh, 
6,000 years or the or the uh, oh, I'm trying to think of the other term uh, anyhow I'll think of it but dispensation the dispensation the church age will have ended in the first 30, 30 days now Israel will now inherit all of her land all the way to the Euphrates River and Israel will be the center of the world. All the nations will still exist, but once a year the nations have to go to Jerusalem to worship. I'm getting deep into the intricacies. I I should back out. One prime domino starts everything. One prime domino changes the time. From 365 days, we forget about that. We are now on the prophet's time clock. 1,260 days for the first half. Exactly. On the end of that day, the second half begins. 1,260 days. When that day is ended, 1,260 days later, at sundown, we're on the prophet's clock. Then the 75 days begins. I think the first half is 30 days. Of that 75, it's 30 and then I think it's 45 and then the final 30. I don't have Daniel in front of me. We're moving to that point. And in the next hour, I'm going to read, I'm going to go through Jeremiah 51 quickly. You'll have to study it on your own. In the next hour, I will touch upon, I had a friend, uh, as a host, as a guest, a couple of times, and we were talking about the, the his, his family was very involved in the Pentecostal movement, and he had talked about a certain man, and what God had done to use these men. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. They had the gifts, they used the gifts, but their integrity individually was not stellar. In the time in which we're moving. You're going to have people that will have these abilities, the gifts of the Spirit, but their integrity is not going to be intact. The gift, they can use the gifts. Even Christ said they can use them, but He doesn't own them. He doesn't know them. He calls them workers of iniquity. But they do use the gifts. They do heal. They do cast out spirits. They do wonders in the name of Christ as it was in the Pentecostal movement in the 1900s, it is still happening today. You have men that have received these these giftings. They use the giftings, but their integrity, they are shipwrecked in their, in their morally, and they still have the gift. They can heal. They can cast spirits out in the name of Christ. But their integrity is not what it should be. At the same time, you will have people who will have these abilities and giftings and use them for the purposes of God that will have the righteous standing, the holy standing before God and men. They will be upright. They will not be uh, 
they they will they will fulfill the righteous basically the the <clears throat> Paul told Timothy for those that are going to be bishops deacons here is the list of qualifications for them and these people will have the qualifications and be upright there'll be no guile there'll be no motive nothing hidden the purpose will be pure with God to help God's people using the giftings that God has given. But alongside of that, you're going to have those people that are very gifted. They're going to may try to make big names, big congregations. They're going to try to have big, all the publicity, but their character, God says, he calls them workers of iniquity. They're Christians. That's excluding the people in the occult that will be probably involved, will be involved, I'll say that. They'll be in the occult using latent power of the soul, using demonic powers, but the men don't have the, won't have the discernment to know what powers are of God, what powers are of demons. There are already these type of people in some of these big movements already. I know how they're operating in the latent power of the soul and the power that God gave Adam, but not in the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about that in the uh, next hour, possibly, but we're going to talk about America in the Bible. We'll be right back. Hello friends, this is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. This is Chad Yarmer, pastor from the Altar Church, 1630 North College Ave in Fort Collins. I'd like to invite you to join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we worship Jesus. Join us as we journey together to be equipped to fulfill our kingdom purpose through the truth of God's word and the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll experience authentic worship and a faith-filled message where the Holy Spirit is welcome and everyone is family. Find out more at our webpage, thealtarfc.com. That's thealtarfc.com. Did the fire marshal take one look down your driveway and say, Uh, my guys aren't going down there. Or are there parts of it that just need a little more sun? Then call Affordable Tree at 970-568-6898. We can climb, cut, or trim your problems away. Specializing in defensive space, upper and lower fire mitigation, forest health, plus we can save freshly hit beetle trees. So call us at 568-6898. That's 568-6898. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, 
Call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev. Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, when he walked. When Jesus walked. Watch my Okay. I can lie to you. I can tell you what others tell you. America is not in the Bible. We're going to be resurrected before hardship comes. Christ would never let his people suffer. God has paid the price. And uh, he has a place called the wilderness that he will take us to. That we could never, as Christians and evangelicals, never be deceived. God wouldn't allow that. I'm presenting to you that this country is in America, that this country is in the Bible, that we will go through the tribulation, that the Lord is, the Holy Spirit is using the hardships right now in the birth pains time before the tribulation to help us to get our endurance and our stamina spiritually and let's say that I'm wrong concerning America well I'm wrong and it's not going to cost you anything let's say that I'm wrong and there is a pre-trib rapture well I was wrong and it's not going to cost you any pain because you're going to be out of here but let's say that I'm right and you maybe don't want to know, want to know the truth. You really don't believe it. You think that I know that uh, I've had letters from different people. I received your letters. I've, I've read them. That the Pope is going to be the Antichrist. No. Catholicism is one of the seven churches. It's a lampstand. Antichrist comes from the Sea, meaning the sea of humanity. He's not doesn't come from one of the seven lampstands. No, the Catholic Church, as evil as it is, you could say that it is a Babylon in in a, in a type. But no, it does not have the military might nor power to be the hammer to destroy the nations, the kings of the earth. 
So no, the Catholic Church is not Babylon the Great. I think it was Hislop, the two Babylons, or was it, I think it was Hislop, the two Babylons, and he wrote about the Catholic Church. It was good. The documentation was good. But no, the Catholic Church is not a great empire that is going to exercise hegemony over the nations of the world. It does have influence internationally, the Catholic Church, but it does not have the military. It does have influence economically throughout the world, but no, it does not match the description of Babylon the Great, the hammer that God is going to use to destroy the nations. Because we're getting ready to go into the tribulation in the next couple of years probably, It's time I know that God is sounding the word of His prophets. His prophets are beginning to speak. They're beginning to address matters that church leaders are not addressing. I'm going to start right here. I'm going to go quickly in Jeremiah. I can't go into depth. I don't have the time. Verse 1. This is out of the Living Bible. I'm using the Living Bible, a little more descriptive in, in our English than the King James. I study out of the King James. It's more accurate. But just for the sake of vernacular, I'm going to go out of the Living Bible. The Lord says, I will stir up a destroyer against Babylon, America, against the whole land of the Chaldeans. I will destroy it. Winnowers shall come and winnow her and blow her away. They will come from every side to rise up against her in her day of trouble. America is coming into the day of trouble. The arrows of the enemy shall strike down the bowmen of Babylon and pierce her warriors in the coats of mail, the armor. No one shall be spared, both young and old, afraid shall be destroyed. They shall fall down slain in the land of the Chaldeans, slashed to death in her streets. For the Lord Almighty, Yahweh Sabaoth, has not forsaken Israel and Judah. This is implying the anti-Semitism of this Babylon. The anti-Semitism will affect the Jewish people within her borders, internationally, and in Israel. Antichrist sets up his palaces in the Middle East. His palace his great, marvelous palace in Lebanon. He doesn't want to live in Israel. He wants to be in Lebanon, where the cedars are. But he will set up his idol, his image, the monster, in the temple in Jerusalem for three and a half years. They shall fall down slain in the land of the Chaldeans, slashed to death in her streets, the Lord Yahweh Sabaoth has not forsaken Israel and Judah. He is still their God, but the land of the Chaldeans is filled with sin against the Holy One of Israel. And Antichrist, the agreement, the purpose for the treaty of death and hell is to protect Israel. Israel wants protection. Please, Antichrist, do not come and destroy us. Please do not invade our land. But he has to. It's in the Bible. Their treaty with death and hell eventually 
in Isaiah 28 will be annulled by God. Israel will still be his people even though they have married the devil, so to speak. Verse 6, flee from Babylon, flee from America, save yourselves. Don't get trapped. If you stay, you'll be destroyed when God takes his vengeance on all of America's sins. He's talking to the Jewish people, not the Christians. We come out of her culture. We come out, we are to not be affected by the culture, the philosophy, the sins of the land. But no, maybe God will tell many Christians to leave the, the nation. Many Orthodox Christians are going back to, to Russia. But no, this is talking to the Jewish people to get out of her. Verse 7, Babylon has been a golden cup in the Lord's hands. Where did you hear that? Revelation chapter 18. She was a golden cup in the Lord's hands. A cup from which he made the whole earth drink and go mad. Our culture. But now suddenly, Babylon too has fallen. <clears throat> Weep for her. Give her medicine. Perhaps she can be healed. We would help her if we could. But nothing can save her now. Let her go. Abandon her. Return to your own land. For God is judging her from heaven. Return to your own land. Who is he talking to? The Jewish people. The Christian people believe that we have a wilderness we can go to. No, we don't. The only dwelling that we have that has been promised to us is we dwell. We dwell in Christ. We have our, our being, our moving in Him. We, this world, this is not that we're pilgrims. We're we're uh, not here permanently. We're in transit, but Israel, the people of Israel, they have a physical land they can go to. The elect of God, who are never born again, have a physical place where they can go to to be protected. And the wilderness that it talks about in the Bible in Revelation is the area called Petra. That is where the Jewish people are to go. That area is in present-day Jordan. When Israel finishes her war with her enemies, she will own present-day Jordan. People will fly commercially to Jordan. The people in Israel, again, at the time of Antichrist, when he sets up the idol, they are to flee to Jordan. They go by foot, by car, however, motorcycle, bus, they get out of Israel, but they go on the land over the river into the area of Jordan, whereas the other Christian, the other Jewish people internationally, they fly to present-day Jordan. The infrastructure is already there for them. And Antichrist is forbidden to invade present-day Jordan. He is not to go into Antichrist. There are angels around that land of Jordan. Antichrist is forbidden to go into that area. He cannot pursue the Jewish people to attack them. That is protected by God and his angels from Antichrist and the forces of Antichrist. Verse uh, 9, we would help her if we could. America can't be saved. 
but nothing can save her now. Let her go. Abandon her. Return to your own land, for God is judging her from heaven. The Lord has vindicated us. Come, let us declare in Jerusalem all the Lord our God has done. Again, reference to Israel. Sharpen the arrows and lift up the shields, for the Lord has stirred up the spirit of the kings of the Medes to march on Babylon and destroy her. From the Middle East, this is his vengeance. Who's coming over to America presently from the Middle East? This is his vengeance on those who wronged his people and desecrated his temple. Reference to Israel again. Desecrated his temple. He's talking about the he's talking about the temple in Jerusalem. Desecrated the temple in Jerusalem. Who does that? Antichrist. That temple has got to be desecrated when the is desecrated when the monster image is set up. Prepare your defenses. Babylon set many watchmen on your walls. Send out an ambush, for the Lord will do all he has said he would do concerning Babylon. O wealthy port, a ship port, O wealthy port, great center of commerce, your end has come. The thread of your life is cut. Like your umbilical cord. The Lord Almighty has taken his vow and sworn to it in his own name. Your city shall be filled with enemies like cities, like fields filled with locusts in a plague. And they shall lift to the skies their mighty shouts of victory. So, what is coming to America presently? Enemies. Enemies are coming over the border, on airplanes, on aircraft, boats. This is talking about the United States of America. Many of you cannot, you're going to be, you're going to believe that Rome is Babylon. You're going to believe Antichrist comes out of Europe or out of the Middle East. It's okay. I'm presenting this to you. As things continue to develop, we will see what happens. Now, a wealthy port, great center of commerce. The description of not Iraq, not a description of Iraq, the the land, the city in the desert, Babylon in the desert, surrounded by sand. No, this port is surrounded by water. God made the earth by his power and wisdom. He stretched out the heavens by his understanding. When he speaks, there is thunder in the heavens, and he causes the vapors to rise around the world. <clears throat> he brings the lightning with the rain and the winds from his treasures. Compared to him, all men are stupid beasts. They have no wisdom, none at all. The silversmith, now this is the, he's going to talk about the personality of Babylon. 
The silversmith is dulled by the images he makes, the idolatry of the land. For in making them he lies, for he calls them gods when there is not breath or, lo- or life in them. Idols are nothing, they are lies. And the time is coming when God will come and see and shall destroy them all. Idols are uh, But the God of Israel is no idol, for he made everything there is. Israel is his nation. The Lord Almighty is his name. Again, concerning Israel. Again, Jeremiah talks about Israel, and he's talking about Babylon the Great America at the end of the world. America and Israel, these two nations, yes, China, Russia, uh, Egypt, but what two nations since 1948, since actually 1910, what two nations have always been playing tennis with each other? More than any other nation, Israel has played tennis with America in the Middle East. America was involved in the Middle East, the building of the oil fields. America was instrumental in Israel becoming a nation. America has been instrumental in peace talks during the Begin administration at the UN. Instrumental with everything happening in Israel, and even to the point where America controls Israel. Well, that control, when the enemies begin to attack Israel one more time, America, the UN, the EU, surrounding nations are not going to interfere with Israel's war against her Islamic enemies, the terrorists that surround her. They are not going to interfere. God is not going to allow it. They have prophecy that must be filled. One of the major prophecies, they must take over present-day Jordan. They have to occupy that land. The other great prophecy, they will destroy Damascus. They will destroy the enemies, terrorist enemies in Syria, in Lebanon, They take over the Gaza Strip and the Palestinian people or the Arab people. They will move move north into Turkey or they will move towards Saudi Arabia. Down in the Gaza area, they'll move to Saudi Arabia in present-day Jordan. They'll go to Saudi Arabia and be dispersed amongst the other nations in the Middle East. But Israel will own the Gaza Strip and present-day Jordan, destroy Damascus, That is coming very shortly. These prophecies have not yet been fulfilled. I believe they are fulfilled just before, almost at the right, at at the time of the signing of the agreement with the United States and Israel. Verse 20. Cyrus, Cyrus is God's battle axe. This is not talking about Cyrus in ancient Babylon. This is talking about coming president. You're out with your family when? 
reports of an active shooter. Of an active shooter. Dozens of shots. Unfortunately, in the world we live in today, this is an all-too-common occurrence. Contact Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions at 970-578-9821 or unfairadvantagedefense at gmail.com, and I'll give you the unfair advantage in the fight. That's Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions, 970-578-9821. You can also follow me on Facebook at Unfair Advantage Defense Solutions. Firearms and Emergency Response Training. Hi, I'm Kathy Roberts at Life Choices Pregnancy Medical Center. Life Choices serves women and men facing unplanned pregnancies who deserve to be heard. We offer pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, and education in a non-judgmental, confidential environment with a caring advocate. Our clients come in scared, confused, and overwhelmed by the size of their issue, but leave educated and empowered with the knowledge to choose life. To donate, visit our website at lifechoices.org. Hi, folks. The Rev here. The Hunting and Sportsman's Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado. From the Loveland Outlet Malls to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have half an acre or a thousand, they carry the equipment you need. They also have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or back 40, Harsh Outdoors has you covered. Hi, this is Vince Rivera with Serenity Painting. What's up, guys? Vincent is a veteran, a friend of mine, a Christian, and a great guy who implements customer service and integrity into every job that he does. If you're looking for a painter that doesn't cut corners, that actually shows up when he says he's going to show up, does what he says he's going to do, look no further than Serenity Painting and Decorating. Painter 28 at gmail.com. 970-978-9565. Check out our customer reviews, Serenity Painting. Hi, my name is Mindy Faulkner with Harmony Senior Referrals. My number is 720-934-7740. We are a senior placement agency that helps families find the right assisted living, memory care, and independent living for their loved ones. We put together the puzzle pieces of care needs, geography, and finances to find the right fit. We do emergency placements in as little as 24 hours at no cost to you. Again, I'm Mindy Faulkner, 720-934-7740. We're finishing the second hour of today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado. Longmont, yeah, 80502, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80502. Podcasts are... 1360khnc.com 1360khnc.com and you can see the podcast area there. What I'm telling you through the years I have learned a very important principle. I have for years and years discussed 
uh, Babylon the Great being America with with many, 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 many friends and believers and uh, other people. We've had uh, hours where we've talked about, no, it's not in the Bible. No, it, you're wrong. No, you're reading it incorrectly. You don't understand what you're saying. No, God would never allow his people to suffer. And I realized that the way I understood what has happened is I studied. You look at America. It has to be in the Bible. It's, to, it's, the, it's the whale in the swimming pool. <clears throat> but without the Holy Spirit opening your eyes, if the Holy Spirit doesn't open your eyes, you will not see it. If the Holy Spirit did not open your eyes, you would never have known who Christ is. You would never have received Him. Everything comes by revelation. And with God, the principle is, if you want to know the truth, He will reveal the truth to you. If you don't want to know the truth, he will choose your deception. Isaiah 66. He will choose how you're going to be deceived. If you don't want to know the truth about this great mighty nation, this nation that is so massive, the most powerful nation ever in the history of the world, not just because of our size, not just because of our wealth, but because of our technology, which could only come into existence at the end of the world. Daniel chapter 12. Knowledge shall increase. If you, for, for many who want to continue to fight, there have been people since the early 1900s that have been talking about the United States of America being Babylon the Great. Jewish people and Christian people, they recognize America. They didn't know where we were in time, but they recognized no other nation was the United States. A nation that was used by God mightily in evangelism internationally. A mighty church within Babylon the Great called the Evangelical Churches of America. All the other churches came to America because of our freedoms. We'll go into the next hour in a few minutes. We'll be right back. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with MyKind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. From Grand Junction, word comes that a Mesa County Sheriff's deputy has died of COVID-19. 
64-year-old Wayne Weiler is now the third deputy in the state to succumb to the coronavirus just in the past month. Weiler worked in law enforcement 41 years. He'd been with the Adams County Sheriff's Office till 1996 when he moved to the Western Slope. The Mesa Sheriff's Office says he'll be remembered as a leader, a mentor, an all-around nice guy. Deputy Clay Livingston of Elbert County died due to complications of COVID last Friday. Douglas County Deputy Joe Pollock Thursday morning. All those departments have been asked if the late deputies had been vaccinated, and the response to reporters has been, they don't know. I'm Jim Williams. Looks like there won't be a ban on flavored tobacco products in Denver after all. Mayor Michael Hancock has vetoed the ban passed by city council last week, and council may not have the votes needed to override that move. The original passage came Monday on an 8-3 to vote. Nine votes would be needed to overcome the veto. Council wanted to make it illegal to sell flavored tobacco, vaping products, and menthol cigarettes starting in about a year and a half in July of 2023. Hancock says he supports the idea of cutting down on youth vaping, but claims the Denver effort would fall short. He says he'd prefer a state law or regional rule rather than a local ordinance on the issue. Council will vote again Monday. That's only the second veto Hancock has ever issued as mayor. In sports and women's college basketball, Denver beats Butler of Indiana 100-94 last night in four overtimes. And CU men's hoops topped Milwaukee Friday night by a score of 65-54. to And in case you missed it this week, CSU's Trey McBride has officially been recognized as the best tight end in college football. And he becomes a higher NFL draft choice this spring, winning the John Mackey Award. I'm Ted Werbin on the Rocky Mountain News Network. Are you planning for retirement? When planning for retirement, it's important to include a plan for when it's time to stop driving. When you choose to use public or nonprofit transit services as part of your retirement plan, you are offered senior discounts and are choosing a safe, comfortable alternative to driving, utilizing trustworthy providers. For a list of public and nonprofit transit providers in Colorado and to learn when it's time to stop driving, visit olderwiser.org, olderwiser.org. With the holidays upon us, many folks are concerned about their finances, how they're going to tighten their budget or pay off debt. If this happens to be you, know that you have options. American Financing saves customers up to $1,000 a month without ever charging upfront or hidden fees. Get a free mortgage review by calling 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. Hi, I'm Joey Jaquint, and I'm here to help you protect and build your wealth so you and your family can live your best life no matter what the world throws at you. Great. Another financial guy telling us to sell our gold and silver. Nope, not with me. I encourage hard assets, and I know a great place to buy gold and silver. Well, I'm sure you operate with high fees and commissions. Just the opposite. We pride ourselves with some of the lowest fees and commissions in the industry. Most financial guys are only interested in what they want to sell and don't want to listen to our customers, and we have some of the most educated listeners in the country. And once they 
make the sale, we never hear from them again. Not with me. I grow with my customers and check with them every quarter to ensure all of their goals are being met and to make sure that they have all the coverage they need as their life changes. Do you handle life and long-term care insurance as well? You bet we do. And the younger you are, when you get this coverage, the lower the cost. I'm Joe Jaquin, and I'm not just Joey's dad. I'm his client. When it comes to your financial well-being, deal with a name you can trust. Call Joey at 602-909-9048 or email joey.jaquin at nm.com. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service, and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. Grass on the ground smelling sweet. Move up the road to the outside of town and the sound of that good gospel beat. Sits a ragged tent. Welcome to the third hour of The Present Truth. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I've had to go a little heavy today, but I uh, really don't have a choice because of what's taking place internationally. We're in the hardships that, that begin before the uh, tribulation begins, and it's in this time that we're in of hardship where God is beginning to wean his children off of the things of the world, things that are not necessary, things that are vanity. And he wants his children to begin to have their spiritual endurance, that uh, they will begin to engage more and more in the spiritual life, in the matters of godliness, holiness, righteousness, because the world is getting more evil. We need God's hand. We need His favor. We need His protection. And when God's children are obedient, even in their sins, if they're obedient and moving to to leave the sinful condition, to leave the what's displeasing to God, God will be with them to assist them, to keep them, to help them, to empower them, to move out, not just out of their whatever they may be in, but to move into Him, to bring Him and draw you, sucker you, and to uh, bring you into things that are uh, important, uh, a spiritual world that is vital for your knowledge of God, the knowledge of the things of God, the uh, knowledge that you need for the plan of God for your life individually, as a family, as a community, as a church, as a body, as a family of God. The time that we're in is so that we can 
we have the stamina, we have the strength psychologically, that we have the grace. The, very, the Bible ends, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, even so, Lord Jesus, oh, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. John finishes the book of Revelation. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. He has just witnessed and has just written about and seen the revelation, the vision of what's going to happen at the end of the world. What's going to happen to the nations of the world, the societies of the world, the evil that will befall the world. He is writing, has written about it. And he finishes by saying, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Whoa, I have gone through quite a bit. I have been boiled in oil. I'm an old man. I've been exiled to the island of Patmos. I have gone through the tribulations. I've seen the crucifixion, crucifixion of Jesus Christ. I was there at resurrection. I've watched the children of God being martyred. I saw the uh, Jerusalem be destroyed. I was there when I heard about Jerusalem being invaded by Titus, and they tore down the temple, and they tore down, and they slaughtered so many Jewish people. I've gone through all of this, but now I have a revelation of the end of the world. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you people at the end of the world. But even so, come Lord Jesus. In spite of all that he'd been through and what he had just witnessed, he knew what he experienced was the grace of Almighty God and God's people are going to have to experience, not in name, not as a concept, a thought, but we're going to have to understand what the experience of the grace of Jesus Christ is. I talk about, and I will talk about, this one principle. There is the knowledge of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can read all these verses. By the grace of God I did this, called doing this, grace, grace, grace. But until you experience the grace of God, it's going to be foreign to you. You're not going to understand it. Trials and tribulations give you the grace to be patient, to give you the grace to endure this inner quality of the power of Almighty God in your human spirit flowing out into your soul and into your physical body. It is a quality of, uh, of something, uh, of the power of Almighty God to bring peace to your mind and to, to strengthen you and to keep you from jumping off the boat, committing suicide, I can tell you about grace, but you have to have the experience. The grace of God is what this world is going to need, and the churches of God are going to need God's grace. What I'm presenting to you, it, it doesn't matter where you fit doctrinally, whether you believe it, whether you don't want to believe it, whether you have a thousand verses, Old Testament, New Testament, whether you've read uh, uh, people that wrote things in the time of Schofield and Darby about the United States, does it's irrelevant. The fact is this. Everything is going to be made known and brought out. Is America in the Bible? 
Is America Babylon the Great of Revelation chapter 18 and 17? Is Jeremiah 51 talking about America? Well, if it isn't, well, the thing is, if it's not, then you're not going to suffer. But if what I am saying and what I'm presenting to you is correct, if what I'm saying is Antichrist is going to sign an agreement from America, is going to sign an agreement with Israel, if this nation is the seat of Antichrist, if this nation is going to be the hammer of the world, the consequences, if you are, are going to be, the consequences are going to be severe. If I'm right and you're not ready, if you're not working toward your spiritual endurance and you're working to have spiritual stamina so that you won't faint, that you won't crater. Stamina, endurance, comes through hardship. We don't naturally put ourselves in hard situations. It always, for the most part, most of the time, it takes the sovereign hand of God to put us in hardship. We never put ourselves in anything that's uncomfortable. So God does that. Why? Because He is upset with us. Generally, it's because He wants us to mature. He wants us to grow. <clears throat> he wants a body that is fruitful. He wants to afflict us. He will allow affliction so that we bear fruit. There are the times when, like Job, where Satan does attack. And like I started to say, and I forgot, Christians, let's say things are happening to you and you think, and you're, you're pointing the finger at the Lord, but it's not him. It's the accuser of the brethren. Like Job. Job didn't know what is going on. Why did my wife and my children die? Why did I lose everything I have? What is happening? And he wouldn't accuse God. But his counselors, his friends, well, you've sinned. You've been out of favor with God. This is brought upon you because of your sins, your hidden iniquities, things, Job, that you haven't even told us about. We know there's something happening in your life, Job. You haven't been upright. You're not the righteous man that you say you are. But Job didn't know, and these men didn't know, that there was a, a devil that was saying to God, yeah, well, you take away everything he has, he'll curse you. God said, okay, don't take his life. Then, after he passed that test, then Satan said, well, if you afflict him physically, he'll curse you. God said, do what you will, basically, but don't touch his life. So here, boils. He takes a clay pot and he's scraping his skin with the edge of a clay pot because he's so miserable. But still, he wouldn't curse God. Sometimes the devil will attack us. We have to have the discernment. This is why these giftings of God, the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit are so important. 
having discernment. Are you being attacked because of God? Is God just chastising you because of sin? Or is the devil attacking you and being allowed to attack you to see if you'll stand the test? Or is the Lord allowing things to happen so you can be afflicted, so you will grow and bear more fruit? It's complicated, but it's, it's understandable. This is where we need discernment. There were times when I was under attack, and I knew it wasn't anything because of sinfulness. I knew that this was straight-out witchcraft coming from the occult world. Knowing how to pray, break the power of those attacks, canceling those assignments, it's vital. See, Satan gives, uh, he gives orders to his fallen angels. This is what I want done. Then the fallen angels give that order to demons in a nation. And the demons have to carry out those orders. Well, orders will come down from on high. I want you to kill this person. And uh, yes, individually, these orders come down and people die. And with God's kingdom, people that are godly, oh, the children of the devil, they don't like it. The demons don't like it. You know, the children of the devil, they know who's a Christian. They can tell the quality of a person by being around them if they have the Holy Spirit of God in them. How do they know that? Because they're around demons, spirits of demons all the time. The demonic spirits are evil. They're cruel. They're cold. They're hateful. You get around a Christian, you have a quality of Christ. They know the Spirit. And they will try to touch you and curse you. If I'm wrong about America, well, there aren't going to be any consequences. You're going to be good. It's going to be basically a doctrinal matter that was wrong. I was errant. I was off. But it's not going to cost you anything. It's not going to cost you any hardship. It's going to probably make you study more. But if I'm right, if I'm correct, if I'm right, if my interpretation, and it always goes back to interpretation, these scriptures, <clears throat> they are accurate forecasting. They're accurate. The forecasting of the prophecies in the Bible are always accurate. They're always perfect. They're exact. The problem in the churches has always been interpretation. I have an interpretation. Everyone has an interpretation. My interpretation is we evangelicals are in the heart of the seat of the beast. We are in the nation of the coming beast, of the man of sin, of the Antichrist. And if I'm wrong, there aren't going to be any consequences. But if I'm correct, if I'm correct, let's say that 
let's say that you just take, okay, you just assume that America's in the Bible. And you make a decision to start to strengthen yourself spiritually and to uh, help yourself in your spiritual stamina. And let's say that I'm wrong and nothing happens. You are the better for it because your endurance, your trust in the Lord, your faith is stronger, your godliness, you're living a godly life, you're righteous, you're holy, uh, there's no guile found in you, you are pleasing to God, you're pleasing to your family, to those around you, you're the better for it. So if I'm wrong, well, it turned out God used it to bless you. But if I'm right, you'll be ready for what's coming. You'll be ready because already you will have the momentum. Like for going out in high school sports, the first week is a tough because you get sore. You go home after that first day if you haven't been in training all summer. You are sore. You're tired. The next day you got to go through it again. Oh, you're tired. You're sore. Your muscles hurt. You can barely pick up your feet. The third day, oh, you're still sore. You can barely pick up your feet. You can't wait to get done with the practice. The next fourth day, oh my gosh, you can't pick up your feet. Your legs hurt. Your arms hurt. You're all bruised. You have. You just can't make it. You think you're going to quit. I don't want to go out for football anymore. I'm done with it. But then you get a day off. Friday you have a light practice. And you get to recover over the weekend. And you come back on Monday. Oh man, I'm going to go through it. My legs are going to be sore. I'm going to be able, barely going to be able to pick up my feet. I'm going to be bruised. You go through the practice. Oh, hey, I'm actually having fun. Because you're in shape. You're in shape. Spiritually, God's people have to get in shape. It's the time now here in the birth pains before the tribulation where God's children have to get in shape. If I'm wrong about America, you're going to be in shape. It's going, you're, just going to be, you're going to be still better off than if you're not in shape. But if you are in shape and when the tribulation comes, when a coming president signs the agreement with Israel and you go, whoa, now we're in the tribulation. This isn't tribulation. This is just hardship. Then we'll be in tribulation. Then things that you never thought could happen will begin to happen. I'm reasoning with you. You don't have to believe me. I can't make you. I do not have the power to give you revelation. I can give you the scripture I can give you my interpretation. I believe my interpretation is correct. I say this as a person that God has put in a position that I have to be careful in this position to be as accurate as possible. Am I always 100% accurate? Well, I would, I would say no. I'm off a little bit here or there, possibly, but I want God to show me if I'm off. I want to know I'm off. And I want to know where I'm off. Because I don't want to teach you something that is off. Because then I'm responsible for it. Now, was Paul on the money? Yes. 
so on the money that he had to correct Peter a couple of times. So yes, in the body of Christ, you will have those people that are on the money, that are absolutely, they have the Spirit of God. They have the experience. They understand the depths of doctrine, theology, eschatology, and they have the biblical history of not just what happened in ancient Israel in the Bible through the ages, but also are aware of what has happened with the civilizations, especially the civilizations that they live in. The prophets of God, yes, they knew what was happening in the temple. They know the priests in the temple. They knew the religious world. They knew what happened on the Temple Mount. They knew what happened in Jerusalem. They knew what happened in all of Judea. They understood the condition of the land. They knew who the rulers were in the Egypt. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they understood Egypt. They knew Pharaoh. They knew of Pharaoh. They knew the history of the area. Christians don't want to know the history of the area. We just want to talk about, I don't know, birthday parties or I don't want to go down that road. I just can't think of anything right now. My mind is blank. Uh-oh. Don't want a blank mind. That means the demons will come in. you got a blank mind. Be careful. You never meditate and let your mind go blank. If you do, the demons will come. The spirits will deceive you. But anyhow, knowing the culture, the prophets of the land that don't understand this culture, they don't understand the idolatry of this culture. If they don't understand idolatry, if they don't know the occult world that's in the United States, if they don't are not aware of the occult world in Europe through the occult world in ancient Rome, the more you know about your enemy, the better you off, the better off you are. Because it gives the enemy less places to hide. There's an enemy out there. He's the enemy of your soul. Each one of you, you have an enemy. He's an enemy of your soul. And he is, uh, uh, the the, uh, plan is to deceive you, to keep you from growing, to keep you from knowing Christ, to keep you from doctrine, sound doctrine. And this, there is a move in America I'll just mention it right now. One of the darkest, I say personally by my observation, study, watching it for for years and years and years, it's this new apostolic reform movement. For those that are listening in this audience, it is taken root here in northern Colorado. It has been taking root. I have been watching it take root. It is here. And they do not care about sound doctrine or eschatology or theology. It's about a plan and a purpose to take over the world for Christ. That's part of it. To take over city governments. God forbid. To take over 
positions of power politically. There's nothing wrong with running for office to to pass laws that protect the citizens. But if you are in plan to be involved to begin to take over a city government or a county government or agencies, beware. We have not been called to take over the cities of the world for Christ. No, the children of the devil, that's their objective, that's their plan, and that's their goal. We are to present Christ to unbelievers that they might come into a kingdom that is eternal. And Christ said that at the end of the world, He will return with His saints, ten thousands and thousands, to Armageddon, and He will take over the kingdoms of the world. He will go to war with the occult world, with the children of the devil. And it says that He, the kingdoms of this world, will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ. We are not going to do that. He will do that. This dominionism is in steep, deeply in the Catholic Church. Now it has great root in the evangelical churches of America. This will keep you this will keep you off balance. You have a purpose, and that purpose is never going to, it's not going to prosper. It, uh, it's a, a dead end. The people that are in this NAR movement, New Apostolic Reform, I'm going to tell you what's going to be your end. It's going to be tribulation and great tribulation. If you don't believe me, it's in the Bible. It's in the scripture. We'll be right back. Podcast 1360, khnc.com, podcast section to the Olive Tree program for today. We'll be back in a few minutes. We'll continue. I didn't plan to go this direction, but I follow as closely as I can the wishes of God Almighty. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God, on 1360 KHNC. And I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep, his cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. C.S. Lewis With the holidays upon us, consider giving the gift of high-quality beef that supports local ranchers and doesn't break the bank. High Country Custom Beef is your local beef partner from the Ely Ranch northwest of Steamboat Springs. Backed by the experience of five generations of cattle ranchers, you can buy high-quality Angus beef in either bulk packages or holiday box sets, direct from us, the ranchers. This holiday season, give the gift of beef at hccbeef.com. That's hccbeef.com. High Country Custom Beef. 
Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals Program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our Preferred Metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com. Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Okay, well, we're moving to the last half hour of today's program, and I, I just felt I needed to present that to you, present that to you because this is part of the great apostasy that Christ said would take place at the end of the world. And this matter of dominionism, this is what the uh, new apostolic reform movement is all about. There is another thought that came out of the 40s called the Latter Rain Movement. And the latter rain movement was a uh, uh, a thought that uh, the children of God at the end of the world would be so supernaturally powerful that they could climb walls and uh, they'd have supernatural strength and ability physically. They would be God's army. That's a fallen concept. That is not a true concept. Uh, that comes out of the book of Joel, chapter 2. Uh, they don't realize that uh, that is actually going to be part of the end time scenario. I think of these trans, I don't know if you want to call them genetically altered people, I think from China, that will have supernatural abilities that will be full of demons. That is the army that God uses, but it's a demonic, satanic army. And before them, the earth looks like paradise. And the earth, after they travel through, looks like a wasteland. That doesn't sound something Christian to me or Christ-like to me. So these, these type of thinkings coming, this thinking coming back from the Pentecostal movement of old into modern uh, Christian thinking, the new apostolic reform movement, yes, they're centered on gifts, healings, these spiritual giftings, 
but they are not high at all on sound doctrine, theology, eschatology. They believe they're going to take over the world. It is not a pure movement. It is a power movement. It's not a pure movement of God. It is a flesh-centered movement of man. Men believing certain things. And it has gone international. And it came out of America. Out of the evangelical church. We evangelicals wouldn't believe that something like this would bring in apostasy. Yes, the great apostasy of the end of the world began in the late 70s. And with the growth movements of the churches. And it was all about big, big congregations, big music, big hair, you name it. But very little. Christ wants to be your life and Christ is going to afflict you so you grow as a believer. He is going to teach you His doctrines so that you don't get deceived, so that you're not deceived. We're going to have to talk more about that. There are many, many ministries now that God has is beginning to use to expose the NAR movement. And the NR, NAR people are very, very upset. They're radical the young people is who they are directed their focus on. The young people. The young people are going to be... The old people have to get out of the way. Simply. Old people have to get out of the way because now God is turning over His plan to the young people, to the youth. You can't do that. Spiritual growth. You cannot take the wisdom and the spiritual insight of the people of God that have been in Christ 30, 40 years, the ones that have been faithful, you can't replace that experience. You can't replace that wisdom and knowledge and understanding. You can't replace that insight into the workings of the Holy Spirit with young people that that really want, they're ambitious. They've been told, you're, you're, the, new, you're the new generation God is raising up. There will be people in the younger generation that God will use, yes, but no. They don't realize in the book of 1 John, John spoke to little children, young men, fathers. He never, ever, no, it's never been a thought. You're going to tell you young people, you're taking over for us. We're moving out of the way. We're, we're going to resign and we're going to leave positions and you're taking over. Because you guys have got the energy and you guys have the worldly wisdom. No. They don't have the deep insights into, into the Holy Spirit. That takes years and years and years of God working with people to expose their flesh, their the uh, greed and the lust and the, 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 the desire for power. Young men, children, young men, fathers. In the body of Christ, 
You have children, young men, and fathers. Paul said, you have not, you have 10,000 teachers, but you don't have many fathers. This is the time of the great fathers of the body of Christ. And here you have a movement saying that the old people need to get out of the way. The young people are going to take over. The young people, for the most part, are deceived. And young men can be deceived, and old men can be deceived. But to say that the young people are going to take over what God is going to do is not biblically sound. It's not biblically sound at all. They don't have the experience. Paul warned against it. He warned, do not give authority to these young people. Satan will use it, will deceive them. I have seen it all through my Christian life. Young men, very, very gifted, given positions of power. They're no longer in ministry. They destroyed themselves and they hurt a lot of people. Many, many people. I don't know how I got on to that topic, but I'm just saying that I'm presenting that this country is in the Bible. If you believe me and you work on your spiritual, your 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 heart and the spiritual things in your life, you'll be better off. If I'm wrong about America being in the Bible, you're still going to be better off. And if I am right, when the real hardships come, you're already going to, you're not going to have, you're not going to have to start from scratch. You're going to have your momentum. You're going to have your spiritual, spiritual, uh, your faith will be intact. Trusting the Lord will be intact. The ability to wait and the instructions of the Lord will be there. You'll have sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. And what's coming won't shake you. Now I'm going to try to finish out. Yeah, I can do it. I'll go fast. Verse 20, Cyrus is God's battle axe. Not Cyrus of Babylon the Great of the old Babylon. No, no, no. This is the, the coming ruler of America. He is God's battle axe and sword. I will use you, says the Lord, to break nations in pieces. Not, not countries, but nations. And to destroy many kingdoms. With you I will crush armies, destroying the horse, and his rider, the chariot, and the charioteer, yes, and the civilians also, both old and young, young men and maidens, shepherds and flocks, farmers and oxen, captains and rulers. Before your eyes I will repay Babylon and all the Chaldeans for all the evil they have done to my people, says the Lord. What people? Yes, the Christians absolutely in his land and to Israel. Why? Because the coming king of Babylon sets up his palace in Lebanon and he sets up his image in the temple in Israel and he invades Israel. 
He will occupy Israel. Verse 25. For see, I am against you, O mighty mountain, Babylon, the destroyer of the earth. I will lift up my hand against you, roll you down from your heights, leave you a burnt out mountain. You shall be desolate forever. Even your stone shall never be used for building again. You shall be completely wiped out. This means completely ended. An end. This is not talking about Iraq. Iraq was always, as Babylon the Great at that time, it always had shepherds in the land. It always had someone there. This time, this nation is forever wiped out. <clears throat> destroyed forever. Verse 27. Signal many nations to mobilize for war on Babylon. Sound the battle cry. Bring out the armies of Ararat, Mini, and Ashkenaz. Appoint a leader. Bring a multitude of horses. Bring against her armies and the kings of the Medes and their generals and the armies and all the couriers of all the countries they rule. All the nations, Antichrist is going to get these seven nations to agree with him, was it ten nations, to agree with him to wipe out Babylon in one hour. It won't be Russia to wipe out Babylon. It will be all these, this combo of nations. And uh, it will not be arrows coming in from the north from Russia. It could be they use nuclear bombs from Russia, but it won't be Russia. It will be Antichrist with the group of nations that have no power, according to Revelation chapter 17. Babylon trembles and writhes in pain. For all that the Lord has planned against her stands unchanged. Babylon will be left desolate without a living soul. Her mightiest soldiers no longer fight. They stay in their barracks. Their courage is gone. They become as women. The invaders have burned their houses and broken down the city gates. Messengers from every side come running to the king to tell him all is lost. Sometimes it does slip from the time of Nebuchadnezzar back and forth, or Cyrus back and forth. But in this case, this is really talking more about America. Verse 32. Of verse 32, all the escape routes are blocked, the fortifications are burning, the army is in panic. For the Lord, the God of Israel, says, Babylon is like the wheat upon a threshing floor in a, just a little while. The failing, the flailing will begin. The Jews in Babylon say, Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, has eaten and crushed us and emptied out our strength. He has swallowed us like the great monster and filled his belly with our riches. He has cast us out of our own country. May Babylon repay, be repaid for all she did to us. May she be repaid in full for all the blood she has spilled, which did occur. <clears throat> back in the time of Nebuchadnezzar. The Lord replies, I will be your attorney. I will plead your case. I will avenge you. I will dry up her river, her water supply. 
Babylon will become a heap of ruins. It did happen. Haunted by jackals, a land horrible to see, incredible without a living soul. In their drunken feast, the men of Babylon roar like lions while they lie inflamed with all their wine. I will prepare a different kind of feast for them, make them drunk till they fall unconscious to the floor, to sleep forever, never to wake again, says the Lord. I will bring them like lambs to the slaughter, like rams and goats. Now concerning America, how Babylon is fallen. Great Babylon, lauded by all the earth. The world can scarcely believe its eyes at Babylon's fall. The sea has risen upon Babylon. She is covered by its waves. Her cities lie in ruins. She is a dry wilderness where no one lives, nor even travelers pass by. I will punish Bel, the god of Babylon, The bell, the god of Babylon, pull from his mouth what he has taken. The nations shall no longer come and worship him. The wall of Babylon has fallen. So, then it talks about civil war. And in verse 51, we are ashamed because the temple of the Lord has been defiled by foreigners from Babylon. I believe this is reference to Antichrist. Yes, says the Lord, but the time is coming for the destruction of the idols of Babylon all through the land. Uh, all through the land will be heard the groans of the wounded. Through Babylon, though Babylon be as powerful as heaven, though she increase her strength immeasurably, she shall die, says the Lord. Listen, hear the cry of the great destruction out of Babylon, the land of the Chaldeans' rule. The Lord is destroying Babylon. Her mighty voice is stilled by the waves roar, as the waves roar upon her. Destroying. This is talking about not a desert in Iraq where the waves destroy that desert. No, this is talking about a nation between two oceans, the Pacific and the Atlantic. Her mighty voice is stilled as the waves roar in upon her. Destroying armies come and slay her mighty men. All her weapons break in her hands. For the Lord God gives just punishment <clears throat> Excuse me, and is giving Babylon all her due. I will make drunker princes, wise men, rulers, captains, warriors. They shall sleep, not wake up again. So says the king, the Lord Yahweh Sabaoth. For the wide walls of Babylon shall be leveled to the ground. Her high gates shall be burned. The builders from many lands that have worked, have worked in vain. Their work shall be destroyed by fire. So it does talk historically of ancient Babylon, but it talks about in eschatology about a future kingdom that will be the hammer and break down and, and destroy the kingdoms of the world. Only one kingdom today, according to other verses in the scripture. I didn't have time to put them all together. Antichrist, as a rider on the first horse, he goes out to wage war on the nations. 
He goes out destroying the nations that won't go along with his plan, with the objectives of the, well, we could call it the New World Order. But he is, he is, America is a destroying mountain. And there is such talk of this type of mountain at the end of the world or this empire, a destroying empire. Okay, we're going to finish out in a few minutes. We'll be back. Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360khnc.com. Hello, I'm Jessica Autry with the TC Group, 970-396-2404, your Colorado native realtor with 10 years real estate and property management experience. Whether you are looking to buy, sell, rent, or list your rental, I can help. Just call me at 970-396-2404 or email me at jessellenrealestate at gmail.com. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360KHNC.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com, click the shop. Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do driveways? We do it! Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do patios? We do it! Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do sidewalks? We do it! Get a hold of Enviro Shapes Concrete at 303-775-7926 or EnviroShapes at gmail.com. Well, we're finished. Another program is done. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, 
You can write out the full Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry if you like, or you can abbreviate Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box, Longmont, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com. And you can go to the podcast section for the Olive Tree program. I really didn't have any notes prepared for today concerning America. But because on my uh, program during the week, from uh, Monday through Thursday, from 2 to 3 for the Present Truth program, watching what is happening in the Ukraine, in NATO, in Europe, with America, the United States is pushing now for world hegemony with the old PNAC plan, Project for a New American Century. That plan never went away. The plan was for America to rule the nations. That pro- program is still being carried out through our CIA. <clears throat> so, because of what's happening, I just feel that as time goes on, you don't have to believe what I'm saying. I've go, I can go into debate with you, and we can sit down and take the scriptures. We will get nowhere. Because unless the Holy Spirit opens your eyes to Babylon the Great or the end of the world, you're going to believe it's Iraq. You're going to believe it's the Pope in Vatican, it's going to be out in Europe. Unless the Holy Spirit opens your eyes, you cannot see it. These mysteries in the world in which we live at the end of the world, these mysteries that God is revealing now to His children, they come by revelation. Again, you by revelation knew who Jesus Christ was. He was the Son of God and you believed into Him. Because the Father gave you the revelation of His Son. Concerning Babylon the Great at the end of the world, you're not going to see it. You can study till you're sick. But if God doesn't open your eyes, you're not going to see it. But if you want to know the truth, if you really honest to God, if you really want to know, is America in the Bible? You be honest, you be real, with God, He will answer your prayers. And it's going to be disturbing. It's going to be trying. It's not a, a fun thing to think about. But if this is true, then we live in the nation where the seed of the beast will rule and destroy the nations from. Only one empire can fulfill Jeremiah 51. Only one empire. It's this country. So, but only God can open your eyes. God bless this audience. God bless you. God bless you in a mighty, mighty way. God keep you, protect you. I will be back next week. Podcast 1360, khnc.com. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. 
To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland.